You are listening to Victory Alabang podcast. In this month of hearts, all thoughts turn to the subject of love. But what is the best foundation for love in all kinds of relationships? Listen to this message by Pastor Ariel Marquez. And my name is Pastor Ariel, and we are starting a brand new series entitled "Will You." Look at the person beside you and just tell that person, will you? Yeah. So it's actually a three-part series on uh, relationships. Now, how many of you know, actually, this is the first weekend of February, and what happens on February normally? That's the month off. That's the month, af- month after January, right? Now it's, we celebrate uh, February as the mo- month of love. And so... For the next uh, three weeks, we're going to be talking about relationship, and uh, will you? Basically, today we're going to be talking about will you be my friend? And uh, next week we're going to be talking about will you be my Valentine? And uh, hopefully, this relationship that you have for those of you who are still praying for uh, somebody, okay? Uh, unlike Edre, he already found his love. Will you marry me? Okay, parangana. Okay, and so uh, we're gonna be uh, talking about relationships in the next uh, uh, three weeks. And I believe, how many of you are thankful for the relationships that you have in your life? One, two, three. Okay. <laughs> I really believe that God has, uh, has given us uh, vital and very important relationships in our life, and uh, it is uh, so important that we need to take care. Of this relationship, I realize that relationships take time to, uh, you know, to take care, to nurture, to invest, to cultivate. And uh, just to give you uh, a perspective of what will happen on what will happen for the next three weeks, this is our series objective, okay? To have a biblical perspective about the seasons in a person's love life in order to enjoy what? Healthy and God-honoring relationship at every stage. And how many of you know that uh, there are seasons in life? You know, kind of like the seasons that we have in, in weather, right? For example, in, if you go to the States, there are four seasons, right? What are the four seasons? Winter, spring, summer, or autumn, <laughs> or fall, right? Now, in the States, they have four seasons. In the Philippines, we only have what? Two seasons, right? Actually, we have three seasons, hot, hotter, and hottest, okay? No, we only have two seasons. We have the rainy season and the dry season, right? We have summer and then the rest is uh, summer summer also, okay? Uh, a rainy season. And so, we have to understand that when you talk about seasons, there's nothing you can do about seasons. All you have to do is to adapt to the seasons of your life. For example, if even no matter how no matter how you wish it to be hot during winter, how many of you know you need uh, you know, raincoat? You need a sweater or you need cold uh, clothes during the winter, okay? And uh, so you have to adapt to the seasons of your life. The same is true with, with regards to relationships. And I believe that all of us, particularly all of us who are married, how many of you are married here? Please raise your hand. How many of you are married and you're glad that you married the one that you have right now? Foggy points, okay? Uh, so, you know, that's that's marriage, okay? And, uh, you know, we... we we thank God for our spouses, and there are in the same way that there are seasons in our uh, in, in life, there are weather, there are also seasons of love, and so we're going to be talking about 
the friendship stage. And that's going to be today. Okay? How many of you have friends? Can you please raise your hands? If you don't have friends, at least you have friends in Facebook. Can you please raise your hand? Okay. Now, how many of you have Facebook? I, I wonder. Okay? Now, it, you know, be truthful. If you have a Facebook account, please raise your hand. That's about 95% of you. Okay? Now, sinong wala? Sinong walang Facebook account? Please. Ah, meron din pala. Okay, later on, tuturuan namin kayo mag-Facebook. Okay? Now, how many of you know that in Facebook, we have a lot of friends in Facebook, right? And uh, I realize that when you talk about friends in Facebook, you know, some of them are real friends, but some of them probably you haven't even met in your whole life. Ah, yes, right? Uh, because, uh, you know, like for example, in my case, as a pastor, uh, I guess out of courtesy for the people who invited me to become their friends, I just click confirm, 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 confirm. Until it, you know, now I have 5,000 friends in Facebook. You know, we have 9,000 people in our church. So I think it's just, you know, it's just normal. Pastor Shani also has about 5,000 friends, more than the limit of uh, the Facebook account. But truth be told, many of those people that I have confirmed as friends are not, I don't really know. Some of those are probably acquaintances. Diba? Some of your friends in Facebook are probably people that you really know from Adam. People that you know from way back. Some of them, you barely know. But the reality is, maybe some of them know you more than you know them. They check out your photos. They check out your address. They check out your stalker pala, no? Yeah, so, you know, some of them are not really friends, but they're just, you know, acquaintances. In fact, even the Bible says, uh, friends are few, but a man of many companions come to ruin. And so, we really have to be careful as we choose the types of friends uh, in, in our life. Because, uh, you know, though we have a few friends, friends are actually uh, big influences in our life, uh, where we should go, whether we, we make the right choices or the wrong choices in our life. Now, speaking of love, of course, you know, if you have a friend, for example... Uh, of the opposite sex. So, you know, sometimes, uh, many, many times, actually, these are just plain friendships. Okay? You know, I have a classmate uh, in, uh, in back in elementary school, okay, in Manresa School, uh, whatever year that was, okay? Uh, you know, we, we noticed that these two classmates of mine, uh, a boy and a girl, talagang, you know, they kind of like each other. Okay? Na develop. Elementary. And then we, you know, we graduated element, after, uh, after graduation elementary, we became high school uh, students, and sila pa rin. Later on, after, you know, when we were in college, uh, we got separated, and I just found out that they became husband and wife. Sabi ko, wow. Swear. Di ba? How sweet, di ba? They, they, you know, they somehow... I don't know if, if that's the kind of relationship that you envision. Now, how many singles do we have in this place? Please raise your hand. Singles, but not desperate. Okay? <laughs> singles and happy, you know. Uh, and maybe you're praying for some... Now, how many of you singles are praying for a relationship? You know, okay. Okay, okay, okay. And, you know, maybe sometimes we have this mindset or this uh, wish or dream that our relationship may be somebody from elementary or high school or maybe 
you know, somebody would just knock on your door, ring on your bell, and, uh, okay, you know the, the rest of the line. Maybe a knight in shining armor would just come and, you know, maybe riding on a white horse, okay, and swoop you off your feet, you know, and uh, maybe just give you, you know, uh, the promise of, you know, I want to get you heaven, the stars in the sky, the moon, and all the planets, okay, I want to give them to you. So, you know, we have all these dreams about our relationship, but many times I believe that it all starts with friendship. Before courtship stage would come, I believe that the foundational uh, uh, type of relationship is actually being good friends. Okay? And of course, the next season after courtship is, uh, you know, don't just... Okay? Of course, after courtship, uh, you have to ask the question, will you marry me? Okay? Now, for those of us who are married, guess what? We're done with friendship. We're done with courtship, and we're now in the marriage stage, okay? But I believe that we don't have to end our friendship with our spouses, amen? Because, you know, when, you know, sometimes uh, what happens is the spouses, the husband and the wife, drift apart because from friendship, they moved on to being partners, diba? Naging uh, whatever, naging uh, home buddies or uh, exercise partners or business partner na lang, and they cease to be friends. But guess what? Even during the time of marriage, there should still be friendship. Okay, kailangan siya pa rin ang best friend. Sino sa inyo ang mag-asawa? Tapos kayo mag-best friend? Wala. Kasi kami ni Shirley, sabi namin, sino ang best friend mo? Siyempre, ikaw lang. You know, even, you know, even if you look at, for example, if you look at the meaning of friendship in uh, Merriam-Webster, it's kind of vague. The, the meaning, it says, the state of being friends. Parang nagtanong ka pa ng meaning, di ba? What's friendship? State of being friends. Or the quality of being friendly. Wow, very profound, di ba? And friendship now has been reduced to a status. Like, you know, like friends in Facebook or maybe a quality. Okay, you're friendly. I do believe that friendship is the foundation and the core of any meaningful relationship that we have. And so, today, whether you're married, whether you're single, whether you're a student, or whether you're engaged like Edre and Tin, for those of you who don't know yet, our youth pastor has just been recently engaged to a very beautiful woman here in front. Can we just uh, give them a hand? <laughs> Maybe they can tell you the story next week. I can invite you to speak. <laughs> There's just such a wonderful story. They started off as friends. They became lovers. And they're preparing to be married. Okay. If you have your Bibles with you, I'd like to invite you to open up to the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 4. And we're going to be reading a few verses. And we want to look at what friendship is all about. Because I believe all of us, without any exception, are in need of meaningful relationships, particularly friendship. I'd like to invite everyone to stand up with me as we read God's Word. From Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 7 to 12. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 7 to 12. All right. 
Again, I saw something meaningless under the sun. There was a man all alone. He had neither son nor brother. There was no end to his toil. Uh, yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. For whom am I toiling, he asked, and why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This too is what? Meaningless. Can you imagine? You know, for, for there are people out there that are working and they have no vital and vibrant relationships in their life. And what is that toil for? Even the wisest man who ever lived says that it is meaningless. And it says, a miserable business. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his what? His friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, thank you so much for this time together, even as we talk about relationship. We thank you for just the importance of keeping uh, godly relationships in our lives. Lord, I thank you that you will open up our hearts to receive what the Spirit of God is wanting to say to us, even for those of us who are in different stages of relationships today, Lord God, whether friends, or whether in the courtship stage, or whether in the marriage stage. I thank you, Lord God, in each stage, there is really something that we can celebrate in, Lord God. Bless the preaching of your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say, Amen. You may all be seated. Smile at mo nga yung katabi mo. Just uh, go and just smile at that person. Yeah. At least kinala mo siya ng konti. Sa mukha man lang, okay? You know, look around this place, okay? Look around. What do you notice? There's a lot of people. Right? My question is, do you know everybody? Maybe not. My next question is, are you alone? You know, I realize that sometimes we can be in a crowd and we can feel alone. In fact, even God Himself said, it is not good for a man to be. You can be single and not be alone. You can be single and feel complete. How many singles do we have in this place? In this place, hand again. Guess what? You are complete in Christ. You don't need another person to complete you. You had me at hello. Parang ganon, di ba? Or you complete me. Guess what? You are, are already complete in the Lord. You're not alone. And sometimes maybe you feel like you want to sing the song, On my own, pretending this beside you. All alone, I walk with Him. Till morning. Or kung pala ko ni Pastor Sani, wala na. Kaya ka na sabihin. All by myself. Okay. But anyway, so, do you feel alone? You know, the reality is, you know, sometimes if you don't uh, uh, take care of your relationships, guess what? That might be a, a, a nagging feeling that, yeah, I have friends. I, you know, I go out with people. I have friends at work, I have friends in church, I have, you know, I, I go to my home and I have people around me and yet parang I feel alone. Maybe because you have not given the precious time to invest in those really important relationships in your life. 
And you don't really have to feel alone because you're with somebody. Look at the person who's And tell that person, I need you. Yeah. Yeah. Kung nag-away kayong mag-asawa, totoo yan, okay? I need you tonight, okay? You know, when uh, when my wife was actually browsing through uh, uh, Pinterest, actually uh, looking at some site, okay? And she uh, she emailed this to me uh, yesterday. And it's, you know, they, they actually found a new, a new occasion in, in, I think this is in the U.S., celebrating sad. Singles Awareness Day. And guess what? If you're single, guess what? We're not picking on you because you don't have to be sad. You can actually be glad because you are actually with the Lord. And as Singles Awareness Day is actually a, uh, uh, or sad is a humorous holiday that serves as an alternative to Valentine's Day for those people who are single and not involved in a romantic relationship. Relationship. And so they have found a way on how to celebrate and um, have an antidote to the romantic feel of February 14, Valentine's Day. And so they came out with this. Sad is celebrated the day after Valentine's Day. <laughs> so they celebrated on February 15. Sad. So sad. Now, how sad came to be, okay? If you are in between relationships or without a significant other, you may feel left out on Valentine's Day. Parang ganun yung feeling nila. It's that nagging feeling. All of the commercialism from the holiday can be annoying. That's why sad was formed. And, and it says, it offers singles the opportunity to be proud of their single status and connect with other singles. And this is, these are some of the activities they can do. Send yourself flowers and chocolates. Wow. To me, from me. You probably will notice people in your office, you know, receiving flowers, and you know, here you are, you're, you know, wala man ng bulaklak dun sa lamesa mo, and you know, you're gonna call, pakidiribiran mo nga ito ng flowers dito. Gusto ko singing telegram, ha? And so, you know, you don't have to be insecure if there's nobody sending you flowers or a card or chocolates. Pastor, it's easier for you to say because it will be a sour Another activity is volunteer at a hospital or a local soup kitchen or travel to a destination you've never been to before. Meron pang ano yan, motive, okay? Green and black are commonly worn on sad because they represent the opposite of Valentine's Day red. So, karaw magre-red pag sad, you just wear black and green. Now, when you talk about friendship, I do believe that really friendship takes time and it, it requires a lot of investment. And I want to talk about benefits of having friends. Now, this is different from friends and benefits. Okay? That's a very perverted movie. Don't even watch that. Okay? Now, there are benefits of having friends and relationships. And the first benefit is productivity. Everybody say productivity. In Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9, it says, Two are what? 
better than one. Of course. You know, I'd, I'd rather do things with another person, except, of course, going to the bathroom. But for the rest, I guess, you know, eating together. You know, it's just so hard to play ping pong by yourself. Right? <laughs> or, you know, celebrating, you know, great things. Or maybe an occasion or a holiday. You know, if you, if you want to go for a vacation, it's always fun to be with somebody and not be on your own. Maybe eating in a restaurant. You know, from time to time, you can do that. But, you know, it's always fun to eat, you know. More than just the Instagram photos that you could take, okay? Kasi wala kang kasama. So, ikaw na lang. Kunan mo na lang. This is what I'm doing. I'm eating chocolate cake. Whatever. So, so, but it's always fun to be with somebody. Can you imagine if you're playing golf and you're all, all alone? You're playing golf. But when you hit, nakahole in one ka. Parang, sayang, wala nakakita. Once in a lifetime, hole in one, di ba? Parang wang naman, di ba? And so, or whatever, di ba? Maybe in your school or maybe in your office when you're awarded or when you're recognized, di ba? It's always nice to have somebody to celebrate it with. And it says two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. You know, when you talk about good return, what does that mean? You know, a good return may actually mean dividends, di ba? It requires maybe an investment of time and, and money and resource and um, whatever. Diba? You're, you're actually giving uh, of yourself to another person. A good return simply means ROI diba? or return on investment. And how many of you are familiar with investments? Okay. Some of us. Okay. Now, when you invest, there are risks involved, right? Not all investments are foolproof. Sometimes investment can go sour. Sometimes investment can go down south. You can lose it. But it's still worth risking it for friendships. Right? How many of you are grateful for the friendships in your life? How many of you have a BFF? Say to me BFF. Best friends for life or best friends forever. Right? And, I, and I, I thank God and I praise God for the relationship that I have in my life. And how many of you would agree with me that friends are not perfect? How many of you have experienced a friend failing you with a promise maybe? Or did that deliver or they were not there when you needed them? Okay, how many of you have had an offense with a friend? Okay? Wala na kumaamin. Okay? Okay lang yan kasi katabi mo di ba? So you don't want her or him to find out that you're offended. Diba? Now, how many of you are normally relational? You're, you're, you're very charismatic. You're that type of personality. Na parang, wow, you're fr- friend ng bayan. Sinong ganon? Sinong ganon? Sino ganon? Some of you, right? Now, how many of you are, you, you find yourself easy to, to have a friend? Now, how many of you are challenged when it comes to maybe having a relationship or maybe having a friend? Yeah. So sometimes we're challenged, you know, with you know, with uh, maybe meeting somebody or investing. But I do believe that sometimes, you know, there are situations wherein you get hurt by a friend. Maybe a friend failed you. Maybe a friend said something that's not true about you. <laughs> you know? And how many of you can relate with me on that? 
But I believe that when you talk about relationships, you know, we shouldn't just throw off our relationship because of something that happened bad. That, that's not pleasant. I don't believe in any disposable relationships. How many of you know that relationships are worth keeping? Because relationships, it takes time. It's an investment. You have to work at it. You know, for those of us who are husbands and wives, for those of us who are married, and, you know, I've asked this question time and time again, maybe uh, many times you've had a fight. How many of you had a fight already between husband and wife? Diba? Or you had a minor disagreement. Okay, yun na lang, minor disagreement. Please raise your hand. Okay? You know, pagka nagkaroon ka ng minor disagreement, is it time to pack? Umuwi ka na sa nanay mo. Ayoko na sa No! We work things out. Right? It's an investment. You know, you want to make sure that, yeah, there are times and seasons that the market is going down, but okay lang yon. It will pick up again. Good times are about to happen again. Because relationships are always worth keeping. We don't believe in any disposable relationship. That's why I believe that it's, you know, we have to learn this word when it comes to relationships. Forgiveness. Look at the person who's not Sabi mo sa kanya, I forgive you. Hindi pa naman ako na-offend sa'yo eh. Oh, inuunahan ko na. Ma-offend kita. May bahala na ako. May pabaon na ako sa'yo. Okay? Because that's a reality. You will offend a person. Now, how many of you have already at least one time in your life sinned before the Lord? Please raise your hand. All of you should be raising your hand because you just committed your first sin right now. The sin of lying. No, no, no. Now, how many of you have sinned before the Lord? At least once. At least once. Twice. Many. You're many, right? All of us. Now, how many of you received forgiveness from God? Praise God. Blessed is the man whose sins is not counting, counted against him, or whose transgressions the Lord does not take against him. And we're blessed. We're recipients of the grace of God, right? Now, how many of us have somebody offend us? Don't raise your hand anymore. Pastor, hindi mo alam ang ginawa niya sa akin. Napakasakit. He or she failed me. I needed him or her at that moment. And she was not there by my side. In fact, she was one of those who said bad things against me and about me. My question is, are you willing to forgive that person? Yes, right? Because if you're not willing to forgive, then you should be ready to live a sinless life. Think about that for a moment. Kailangan naging perfect ka. Because chances are, you will fail again. You will offend other people. You will offend God. You'll sin before God. And you will need forgiveness again. And I believe when you talk about forgiveness, when you talk about investment, when you talk about, you know, nurturing or cultivating a relationship. Forgiveness is always a need in, 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 uh, in making sure that a relationship would be strong. Real friendship 
is a good investment. Real friendship is a good investment. It's always worth keeping and taking care of a friendship. Of course, when you talk about friendship, talaga kailangan mo mag-spend time, you know, do things together. If you're husband and wife, guess what? Don't end your friendship. Continue to be the best friends. If you used to play badminton before, tapos sarado na yung mga courts ngayon, shift your sport. Di ba? Ano? Marathon naman. Bumili ka lang ng rubber shoes. Pwede na. Maski na saan, pwede ka tumakbo. Di ba? At least you're doing things together. Another benefit of friends is protection. Everybody protection. Verse 10, it says, If one falls down, what happens? His friend can help him up, but pity the man who what? Who falls and has no one to help him up. If you fall down and no one's helping up, grabe, wow. What a situation. Diba? We need somebody to help pick us up in times of adversity and challenges. In, in Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17, it says, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is what? Is born for adversity. I'm so glad that there are people who stand by me in times of challenges, in trials, in, in, in the most difficult moments of my life. You know, when we went through this difficult moment in our family, there were friends who stood by us, prayed with us, cried with us. You know, I remember when we, we were just recounting me and my wife when, uh, you know, when we, uh, you know, when the when we started this year and, you know, when, when my son, Jerome, died uh, December 28, I, I remember there were people who spent time with us during uh, Christmas Eve, and uh, New Year's Eve. Putukan sa labas, people are happy and there were families who are there in the funeral with us, standing with us, praying with us, crying with us. And I'm just so grateful for those kind of people. A brother is born for adversity. And how many of you have been in trouble in your life? Isn't it great to have somebody with you? Somebody who will stand with you. Somebody who will protect you. Somebody who will pray with you. Somebody who will encourage you. Because we need somebody to encourage us. Diba? Proverbs 18 verse 24 in the message uh, version it says, Friends come and friends go. But a true friend sticks by you like family. So, you know, it's, uh, there's, a, there's another, another version. It says, there's a friend that sticks closer to you than a brother. Okay? Friendship doubles the joy and cuts the grief in half. That's why friendships or friends are really very important in our life. Okay? Another benefit of friends okay, is passion. Everybody say passion. Now, when you talk about passion, passion is actually very contagious. You know? Passion actually brings life to a party. Pa- passion is actually somebody that, you know, brings joy and courage uh, in your life. And uh, in verse 11, it says, Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Now, there's nothing sensual about this verse, by the way. Okay? Kasi si Solomon, when he was writing this, he was making an observation about relationships and he basically looked at his life as it's about to end. And the book of Ecclesiastes was the last book written and he was saying meaningless, meaningless, vanity, vanity, and yet he was, he inserted this particular segment and what he's saying is friendships are important. 
And another, you know, it says when, when if two lie down together, because you know, if you're a traveler back in that uh, ancient time, and you get stuck in, uh, for example, in the middle of winter, guess what? You need each other to keep warm. Okay, kind of like this picture, di ba? Pagka yung, you know, if you're traveling together, you keep warm by the fire, so you you get you snuggle up. Okay. It doesn't matter if you're man to man or woman to woman. You're parang, you know, your body needs some another person beside you to keep warm. You know, I was talking to Ardi uh, Abel uh, this morning, and he was sharing a story of one of his friends who climbed Mount Everest. And um, you know, when you climb Mount Everest, there's a point in uh, the climb where in uh, I think the temperature is negative 20 or negative 30 degrees, and so it's extremely cold up there. And no matter if you're, uh, you know, you're very manly, malagang, wag ka sa akin, bro. And even if you have, you know, your your thermal uh, blanket, guess what? You still need the warmth of another human body beside you in order for you to survive. And that's what they do. They have tents, and when they lie down, they lie down beside each other in order for them to keep warm. How can one keep warm alone? You need somebody beside you. My last benefit of friends or friendship is power. Okay, power. In verse 12 it says, Though one may be what? Overpowered, two can defend themselves in a cord of three strands. It's not quickly broken. You know, you probably watched a movie like uh, The Gladiator or, uh, I don't know, maybe an ancient uh, film, okay? Uh, Braveheart. And, you know, normally during those times, it's a hand-to-hand uh, battle. And uh, when you go out in a war, you want to make sure that your partner or your body is somebody that you can trust, right? Can I borrow a uh, so for example, okay. Baro lang, baro lang, okay. Diba kunwari, you know, you have a you have enemies, okay? And this is your sword, for example, okay? You know, okay? Here you are. Diba you're fighting, but your back is open. You don't know if there's an enemy at your back. So what they normally do is they do a back-to-back position. Like that. And then they fight. Guess what? What happens is, I watch his back, he watches my back. I'm sure that nobody can attack me from the back because BG is there. Una sa tatamaan doon, praise God. May panarin. Taluhin mo yung pana. Wag mo ko itaharap dyan, di ba? Unfortunately, sometimes what happens is, instead of you protecting one another, here you are turning your back against a friend and backstabbing that person. Thank you, BG. Can we give a hand to BG? And you call that gossip. You call that backbiting. And sometimes, even if you're well-meaning, Guess what? The moment you speak something that's negative against a friend, it will take a life on its own. 
And it's just so hard to stop that gossip. The Bible says in Proverbs, a gossip separates close friends. And how many of us have been hurt deeply by a comment or maybe a story that is not completely true by the most trusted person who knows you? And who, you know, guess what? I, and I realized this in my years of having relationships, friends, my wife, my children. The people who can hurt you the most are the people closest to you. Isn't that right? You know, for example, if I get a ticket from the parking attendant downstairs from Festival Mall, I don't care what she says about me. Because I don't know her. Patang panit mo ngayon, Pastor. Okay lang. God bless you. Diba? Parang, it doesn't hurt me at all. Konti lang. Diba? But a person who knows you and who's close to you and you know, you've invested so much time and energy and effort and countless nights and all the coffee that you drank from whatever. Okay? And here you are, you're being attacked, stabbed behind the back by this person. It hurts. And the only recourse for that is, again, forgive. He may be your husband, she may be your wife, it may be your best friend, maybe a son, a daughter, a mom, a dad, I don't know who that person is, but sometimes the moment you allow them to be close to you, that you give them the vulnerability to be hurt. But that's the nature of relationships. We're not perfect. And we continue to trust the Lord that He will guard us and guide us in building God-honoring relationships. The main point I want to share with us today is God-honoring friendships or friendship is the foundation of a meaningful relationship. You know, God wants us to build God-honoring friendships. And it doesn't matter whether you're, if you're married or maybe you're getting engaged or maybe you're single here. Friendships are very important in our life. Maybe in this church. I'm not sure if you already know some people in the church. They did a survey that I think uh, it will take, if you don't find a, somebody that you can actually uh, be friends with in a church for the next six weeks, chances are you might try to find another church because there's no relationship that sticks you to that particular local church. That's why victory groups are important. Small groups are venues or avenues where we can actually share our lives together. We study the Word together. We pray for one another. We encourage each other. So more on that maybe later on. Okay. So God-honoring friendship is a foundation of a meaningful relationship. Uh, of a meaningful relationship. Okay. Uh, even... Uh, Abraham believed God and was credited to him as righteousness and he was called God's friend. Ultimately, God wants to be our friend. Okay, you know, when um, Aristotle, uh, Aristotle was uh, the student of Plato, okay, and uh, he was teaching his uh, protege, Alexander the Great, and he was talking about different kinds of friendships. First kind of friendship that he was saying to, Arist- uh, to Alexander the Great was, there's a friendship of trade. And a friendship of trade is a kind of friendship that you're only interested to keep because of the business uh, advancement. 
or advantage you can get from this particular person. Another kind of friendship is a friendship of pleasure. And this talks about the personal favors you can get from another person. Another aspect is the friendship of virtue. And this is actually one of the best kind of uh, friendship he's talking about uh, to Alexander the Great. And he was describing that a friendship of virtue basically is wishing uh, well-being towards a friend. And how many of you know that that is good? You want to be able to give a, 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 you know, well wishes for a friend. But you know what? When you talk about the greatest friendship relationship that we can actually know, Jesus himself did not just wish us well. He gave his life for all of us. In fact, in James chapter, oh, sorry, John chapter 15, verse 13, I want to end here. It says, Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. And you look at all the benefits, we're getting all the benefits, and what's, what can I get out of this relationship? What can I gain out of this relationship? And normally that's how people in the world would think, you know, if I will build a relationship with you, there's, there should be an ROI. But Jesus did not do that. He basically gave His life for us with no strings attached so that we can all live and find life. Amen. We hope you were inspired by that message. Grow in faith and make new friends. Join a victory group today. Simply sign up at the Get Connected page of our website on www.victoryalabang.org or at the concierge on weekends. Thank you and stay connected.